Hey everybody, it's Talking Jake here, and I want to tell you about a new podcast and video series you're not going to want to miss, The Deal. Every week, A-Rod and Bloomberg reporter Jason Kelly speak with big-time athletes, entertainers, executives, Maria Sharapova, Strahan, Jeter, and more. The Deal takes you behind the scenes into those worlds of sports, media, and entertainment. From Bloomberg Podcasts and Bloomberg Originals, you can listen to The Deal on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. You know, hello and welcome to JJR. Sometimes you forget how much that intro really hits you in the face. And I guess when it's when we invite a friend into our safe and happy place, we are joined by Chris Rose today. The Chris Rose rotation. Tw- 20 years in baseball, 30 years in sports. I heard you say that on the rotation the other day. I did. I know it's. It's ridiculous. Not quite 30 years officially in sports, but yeah, close enough. We'll round up. Well, today you are on JJR. We have a a baseball draft for the people, timely, punctual as the company is. And we knew, me and BBD were discussing this, and we mm-hmm. said, oh, we should do something around the World Series, the people like that. And we're like, okay, how can we narrow it down to make it a little more competitive? And we're like, oh, we should do like the past 20 years, World Series champs. You know, we'll do four-round draft, something like that. We'll have some leftover teams. We'll see the fight. And we were like, ah, should we, you know, Moylan might be hot in the streets because all this brave stuff. Ploofy, he's too big head. And we're like, wait, we have a guy that loves (laughs) baseball as much as anyone in this company. And I think you love the comparison and the conversation that leads into of these teams year over year. And I'll give you one other. Okay. Was fortunate enough to hand out the commissioner's trophy to three of the teams we could be wow. talking about. Wow. So, that's a. Uh, yeah. That's Before a, the outstanding Kevin Burkhart did it. Uh, I think Aaron Andrews did it for a little while. I did it uh, 2009. I forget who won it then. Do you guys have any idea who won it in 2000? No. Uh, no guess. 2010, I did it with the Giants, and then 2011 with the St. Louis Cardinals. So uh, some amazing stories, including one from 2011. If we talk about them today, which maybe they'll get drafted. The I'll people share. the people will have to see uh, this Episode is brought to us by Sugar Golf. Rosie, have you yes. come across them yet? I have not. I want to hear more, please. So Sugar Golf, they uh they are taking down the big boys. They are manufactured, their golf balls manufactured from the same factories as the big brands you already know. They're modeled after the Titleist Pro V1, well regarded mm. as the number one golf ball, but how about at the lowest of the market prices? Is that something you could be interested in? Absolutely. Um, Listen, anytime we can get low market prices, 
and a great product, I'm in. Keep going. 27 balls in each box. Straightforward pricing. No tricky upselling. Uh, manufactured to maximize control and feel without sacrificing distance. I like that. Go to sugar.golf. I love that website. www.sugar.golf. And use code JOMBOY to get $5 off a bundle of premium golf balls for yourself or another golfer in your life. So, hey, if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't golf, I bet you know a bunch of people that do. Holidays are rolling up. It's always golf season. Sugar.golf. And use code JOMBOY, $5 off. Rosie, I have no idea your golfing prowess. Do you hit a couple shots or where are you at? So, I used to be a really good golfer. Like, okay. really good. I'll say about like a 10 or 11. That's that's where I got down to when I was playing and living in Atlanta, uh, working for CNN Sports Illustrated. Okay. Playing a lot back then, probably three times a week. Then once moved out to L.A. Uh, and then we had family, golf became more sporadic. And then since I had back surgery a couple of years ago, golf has really not existed. But Plouffe just told me we're going out soon. Hey. So I'm going to go to, yes, I'm going to go to go get some sugar. And uh, I'm, I'm going to go visit the website and I'm going to get me some golf balls because maybe I can order the ones with a GPS tracking system. Yeah. Because I'm, I might be spraying them all over the place a little bit, which is okay. Yeah. I mean, tr- Ploofy is starting to get the golf bug. He never had it. I mean, t- tell me if you've heard this retired baseball player gets more into golf. Um, I haven't heard it. But uh, yeah, and maybe we'll talk to Sugar. Maybe we could do like a pour some sugar on me music video. Yes. It's you yes. getting covered in golf balls. <laughs> oh, yes. But I've got to be like, yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I got to wear some sort of protective thing over my. Something over the non- face. Mo- not moneymaker. Yeah. Um, and Rosie, you mentioned something that we, we should mention quickly. The title of this show is John Boy and Jake Radio. John Boy. And you mentioned it with. Not John Boy. You mentioned it with your golfing career. Uh, we uh, knock on wood. If you're religious, do anything you do. I think they are like, we are officially in waiting for a text range. Um, so whatever that means, we'll see. I don't know if it if it happens on this show. I don't know if they spend time with family and friends. Uh, well, hey, I'm friends, I guess. Um, before yeah, full. Friends. Fully announcing it, but so we'll see. We're we're on watch for that. So very exciting. Okay, so I'm gonna since I'm the only parent on this mm. screen, I'm gonna I might use a few terms that you're not privy to. Okay. Has he shared how many centimeters dilated Katie is? So we were in those discussions and then and then I was out of those discussions. And that huh. I yeah. Um because there Where did we leave it? I don't know if you remember I I don't want to give away too much, but you know, a pregnancy has a lot of stuff going on. So there was a chance that early on in the playoffs it was gonna happen, and then they said no, it's the original date. So there's I've gotten some different information, but I know like Lots la- of numbers thrown around. Last, last night month. they were you know, Jimmy has been in the same hospital room for over twenty four hours, I believe. So mm. they are they they are there. So our our best wishes to them as always. Yep. And uh yep. could probably change his life a little bit, right? Is, has it changed yours at all? Oh uh, no. No, 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 no. No. It's just kind of carrying on as business as usual. <laughs> I've heard <laughs> it's one of the most old... boring things that can happen. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, you know, once the baby comes, the next 20, you know, my oldest son just turned 21 this week. So really, the, it keeps getting easier. Really, yeah. gang. 
I, uh, Can we just get to a draft here? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to call my therapist. I, I did want to get you in your in your feels about your 21 year old. I uh, I heard it on the Trevor May Chris Rose rotation. I I do mm-hmm. think we need the Rose family uh, Vegas trip, see a show, couple blackjack oh. bets, something like that. Yeah, no, we're not going to be doing a show if we go to Vegas. That's not <laughs> how we roll. No cameras. Michelle so badly wants to go to Vegas. She's like, when can we take Josh to Vegas? I was like, do you even want to hang out with him? No, I just want to go to Vegas and have a reason to go. We don't even need a reason. (laughs) Once baseball season's over, you and I can roll on like a Wednesday, Thursday. We'll be back by Friday. Somebody will watch Brady go to school. Let's just go. That's a beautiful – I'll watch Brady. Actually, no, I'd want to accidentally be in Vegas and, whoa, bump – oh, I guess while we're here – um, I know you. He's fabulous. Oh, John yeah. Sterling got involved. Uh, oh, speaking oh. of, let's get into the draft, Chris Rose, because you do have mm-hmm. other obligations today. I've already told the people I'm hiding the chat on my end. Um, Why? Because uh, sometimes they give Just away some picks. some hints and tips. I don't want them. I don't want the oh. chat when it's my pick. Being Got like oh, an influence okay. on you, on your you, brain. You, how can you this not draft take specifically? These guys? I don't think it's as yeah. Big this an one's issue, not too bad because it's all opinion based, I suppose. But there's only yes. 20, 25 options we're working with anyway. But so we are drafting. Uh, so what is our cutoff year? Two thousand or two thousand one? I would say uh, I'd start. 2001. 2001 to twenty twenty one. The new Braves are twenty most recent. Way, the Yankees have only yeah. one team in play, but I heard that the Red Sox may have four teams in play yeah. for the discussion. I could be wrong on that. The Red Sox part of this is going to be interesting. Me and BBD are pretty big Yankee fans. That doesn't mean we don't appreciate the Red Sox, but uh, we will see where it lands. We're drafting uh, from the last 2021 championship winner since 2001. I think that would, we're now 2021, so I think. I think 20. I think 20 or do you, this or year is counts because there's a zero. We've never been a math Since pod. 2001. Uh, a couple teams will get left off. That might be a fun discussion. And this draft is brought to you by Roman. We are Roman ready for this draft. We have prepared. None of us slept last night. We're deep diving into war, uh, defensive war. Um, I got into the minor league teams for a lot of these to organizational depth. Um, I think that's a big factor for me. That's not true. Um, but is it too early to call bullshit? Yeah, without you having picked a team yet? That is JJR. Um, if you are listening to this and you had problems with ED, we're getting rid of the stigma. Talk about it. Talk to a Roman U.S. licensed healthcare professional. They will set it up for you now. GetRoman.com/slash/JJR. You'll talk to the healthcare professional about your ED situation, and if you're a fit, you'll get $15 off your first month of treatment. This affects 52% of men from 40 to 70. Flip a coin 52 out of 100 times. Um, There'll be someone that have dealt with it. And I know we make our jokes. I talk about Max Fried being Roman ready on the mound last night because he was. He sure was. And you should want to be... Max Freed, Roman ready on the mound as he was. So go to GetRoman.com slash JJR today. If you're prescribed, get $15 off your first month of ED treatment. And if you uh, 
make sure you're ready to have the confidence and control. My favorite phrase, be Roman ready. Um, all right, Chris Rose, we normally kick off the draft by we each, you can write it down in your phone or on a piece of paper next to you, a number one through 100. Oh, boy. Um, and then we do a random number generator, which I will bring up on I- I can write whatever number I want. Any number. One, one to 100. 100. Okay. Are we ready? So I've written down 89. I wrote down 21. 14. 14. Okay. I'm hitting the number generator Looking once. I'll have well. BBD and I shot. The number is 64. Um, I think what I'm going to do, I'm going to take... The number three pick, the wraparound. So I will get the three and the four pick at the oh. back end of the draft. Uh, BBD, I believe you are the next closest to the bocce ball. What pick would you like? You're taking the number three pick. I think on this one, I would like that middle pick. Okay. BBD will take the second pick. Chris Rose, you've stumbled into the number one pick in the draft. That was some old NFL draft Vikings running up to steal the pick stuff right there. Yeah, that was really interesting. Um, now, the question is, is my number one overall pick going to look more like uh, Jamarcus Russell? Ooh. Or is it going to look more like Joe Burrow? Ooh. So, yeah. Burrow looks good, huh? Yeah. Mm. So we mentioned here at the top of the show that the Red Sox are going to have four teams mm. in this discussion in play. So they basically have, you know, 20% of the, of the teams that you could. And and. And I said, well, which one is the best one? Is it the one that snapped the streak? I think I've got it narrowed down to two of them. Okay. Is it the one that snapped the drought of 86 years in 2004? Because you look at the rotation of Pedro and Schill there, obviously, at the top. And Derek Lowe was at the top of his game. And the the monstrous lineup, right, of Johnny mm. Damon and Poppy and Manny and my man Millar and Veritek holding it down behind the dish. And I said, the one thing that that team didn't have was a bona fide closer at the, like they were kind of a mix and match sort of team. So the only other Red Sox team I could go with is a 2018 squad. One which beats your Yankees in the divisional round. Mm. Uh, the one which may have had uh, perhaps some help. That's the only thing that is giving me pause to take them with the number one overall pick. And I know some fans might be turned off by this, but I really believe that the 2018 Red Sox with an MVP in Mookie Betts, Chris Sale, really, really good. The thing I loved about that team that year was that they had arguably the best closer over the previous 10 years in Craig Kimbrell. He struggled in the playoffs. They picked him up. He didn't even get the last out of their championship. It was Chris Mm -hmm. Sale striking out Manny Machado. I loved the versatility of their starters in the playoffs because they didn't mind saying, hey, I'm a team guy. They all used five starters in their 14 games in the playoffs that year. All five of them also pitched out of the bullpen. That's versatility to go along with a bang-up lineup. I am taking the 2018 Red Sox. It's hard hard to do a whole lot better than 108 wins. Most in franchise history, by the way. They were going in this draft – a couple Red Sox teams are going to go in this draft, kind of like you referenced. And, yeah, man, I mean, that 
that team all year. So there's the high-end talent, like you said, Kimbrell, who kind of gets overlooked when we talk all-time closers, some of the stuff he's done mm-hmm. in his career. Obviously what Sale did. Man, I don't know how we're going to label it. We always joke about making a J-War, a John Boy Media war to, to measure just to kind of make a joke. Not a joke out of war, but just to show that you can do your own thing. This team had something else that we're trying to embody. Um, we call it Tau, taken advantage of. It just mm. felt any time the other team gave an inch, I mean, they were going to unthread the whole sweater. And they did. The whole season, 108 games, the playoff run. I mean, what did they do? Their playoff run, 3-1. and one. Series win against the Yankees, four and yeah. one against the Astros, um, and then the Dodgers in five. So they were they just really ran dominant. Everyone, everybody. And one thing we forget about is how good the defensive outfield was. I mean, Ben Intendi yeah. probably saved that series on that catch yeah. against Alex Bregman. That's a, if that gets if that bounces off his chest, Astros win that game. It could be a different series, but because they had bets. Jackie Bradley Jr. and Andrew Benintendi all at the top of their defensive aura. That was a big thing as well. Yeah, I mean, also, we talk a lot about teams that come in as, like, the best team in the league and didn't really have much to play for down the stretch, and they had that. wasn't a problem for them, which, yeah. you know, probably uh-huh. probably is overstated as is, but it is a talking point we usually have, and it wasn't yeah. an issue for that team. For them. Good pick, Chris Rose. King Thanks. BBD, right. you have the two, two pick. There's really three teams I'd be very comfortable picking here. Um, you know, we've talked a little bit. You know, there's two teams that broke very big droughts, uh, and one of them didn't destroy second grade for me. Mm. Um, we're talking about 108 wins. By the way, when you'd mentioned that BBD, <laughs> you just destroyed my yeah, experience. That was guerrilla warfare. Yeah, no, yeah. I just won the draft. I just <laughs> want to say that. That was that was tough. Um we're talking about 108 wins for about 108 years. Mm-hmm. I'll take the 2016 Cubs. Um breaking my heart anyway. Who also broke Chris Rose's heart. At the risk of, of having a couple other picks that I that I think Jake might be interested in. That was uh Yes, I BBD the 108 wordplay there. I mean that spoke to Chris Rose's heart. You could see that happen live. Um, an awesome team, uh, it, just an awesome team. That uh, that curse and what it meant for that city to feel the pressure, the the years removed from, you know, uh, Steve Bartman and all of that stuff that was so big in like baseball pop culture for a little bit, and the team was just stacked. <laughs> I mean stacked. Um and Chris Rose, I mean, I guess we'll I can spin it to you a little bit because this was against against a team you like. Love. <laughs> so it was it's always an honor to cover the World Series or to cover the Super Bowl. It really is. I don't take it for granted in, in both the sports that I cover. To having the ability to cover your own team at that level is unlike anything I had ever experienced. And uh, I remember after game five, when the Cubs stave off elimination back at Wrigley, how many of my friends at MLB Network were like, you're good, dude. Don't worry about hmm. it. You're going to get to win it in Cleveland. I was like, that's not the way we roll in Cleveland. That's hmm. not how we're thinking. <laughs> and they, but they just it also coincided with 
with my son's 16th birthday. And I promised him, I said, I will take you guys out of school mm. while you and your mother out to Cleveland. We got pounded game six and then the legendary game seven and the Rajay Davis home run. We were in the Mike Napoli suite. He invited us, <laughs> his family invited us in next to a bunch of Cubs executives families. And when they gave it up, I blacked out and started screaming at the top of my lungs. That's what you fucking get for bringing in, a, you know, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. What I said about a role as Chapman at sure. the time, but they're looking at me like, what the hell? My 11 year old was like, dad, are you okay? <laughs> but it was an amazing experience. Great team ruined my day. Okay. <laughs> So, Baby D really twisting the knife on you there on uh -huh. multiple fronts, but that's yep. just an all-time series. And yeah. during it was. during like the full scary COVID times, they were playing a lot of old games, and that one came on a few times. They've been kind of at the front of my mind since then. Yeah, often. yeah. And now, especially there's a the kind of ripple effect throughout baseball that now those guys are going on to kind of their second half journeys. Rizzo, Baez, Bryant. It's a uh, Schwarber. Schwarber, yeah. God, he was awesome this yeah. year. Um, back. BBD. You know who's like one of the last men standing? What's that? Like that one of the last guys standing that that was a huge, huge part of that World Series is Kyle Hendricks. So yeah. Good. Yeah. You know, and still good. Where did his year land? Because I know he was having some ups and downs. And I think he I think he ended up okay. Me. Yeah. Four seven seven, uh, ERA is at the month by month. Yeah, I'd, ha I'd have to check it out because he's fourteen and seven record for a bad Cubs team. The war is not there. I don't know. Interested to dive yeah. into that later. He's had one of the oh. a very sneaky, just like really good career. Yeah, man. Go into really a, solid career. He can go into a bit of a compiler yeah. stage. Three Cubs three six career ERA. Um. All right, I have the the back to back snake draft picks yes. at the end here. Um, I am in an interesting spot. I kind of thought I was going to get, uh, the cubbies BBD went there. Um, and that's fine. Um, which has me between a couple teams that I honestly hated and maybe that's making me respect them just a little more. Um, I am going to go with, you know what, uh, a team a team that broke my heart and broke another curse. Uh, you already touched on it. I think both of you touched on it. The 04 Red Sox. Um, okay. You know, there's uh, the Robert Steele coming back 3-0. Um, so you were in high school, right, in 04? I was in high school, yes. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, this is prime if you're a, you know, Connecticut high a kid school. falling in love with sports in Connecticut. Yeah, I mean this was uh this was the lunch table, and it's uh it's so funny. I mentioned it on on talking baseball, or actually probably more so talking Yanks. That uh it's you know some of the Yankee conversations cracked me up because I I grew up in an era that you know all of my Red Sox fans and Mets fans screamed, "You guys buy championships," um you know blah 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 the Yankees all of that. And then, you know, Yankees Twitter today is, uh, you know, cheap Hal. And, uh, you know, if, if, his if they could see it now, um, which is funny in its own way and definitely Twitter. But um, this team, man, uh, Schilling and Pedro, <clears throat> Poppy, breaking the curse. 
Uh, yeah. For for it to also not only break the curse and, and all that, but kick off like an era of Red Sox dominance that that has kind of gone on since then. Some down years mixed in, but first of yeah, four but it's been it. My life. I don't know how much you guys have traveled to Boston. Have you guys traveled through the Boston through Logan Airport very often? BBD, have you done that? I've never been to Logan Airport. Okay, like the one time I went to Boston. It's the most annoying thing ever. <laughs> if you are a non-Boston sports fan, when you're going through security, they have all of the banners, the championship banners. You walking through there, and it's just I think since the Patriots started their run. Yeah. To be honest with you. Yeah. And you just see all four teams are represented. It's annoying as you know what, and it drives you nuts. And so I will, I will just say, say this as a, uh, as a guy did, who didn't have a team I was rooting for in that series. Once the Red Sox started coming back, I was like, oh, my God, this is kind of cool. And then you were like, yes, they're going to do it. And then they sweep the Cardinals, who Millar always said, those cute little Cardinals, they had no chance. Once we <laughs> beat the Yankees, we knew they had no shot. And now it has become annoyingly frustrating watching that franchise win it really has yeah it's uh this is also where my speech normally lands it went from generations of lovable losers to generations of lovable losers that now are armed with like the most championships in a like two decade span ever for i mean patriots red sox bruins Celts got one in there so yeah uh that did make some lunch and college conversations tough um, but yeah, going just hopping on the baseball reference for that team quick. I mean, like the year Mark Bellhorn and Bill Miller had, like those guys get mentioned late in the conversation. They had OPSs in the eights from second base Bill, and third base. Bill like, Miller was the batting champion. Yeah. Um, you know, back when we cared about batting average. Yeah. Gabe Kapler. So there was good leadership inside. Um, love Gabe. Wow. Um, all right, so so spinning it back and Keith Folk, by the way, kind of he was really good for a while. Anyways, he was good, a good player, really good. Um, so I will piggyback that team. Man, am I about to torture myself? Um, what are you doing? That's our life. What are you doing? Do it. Spit it out. I'm gonna do out it. with it. I'm going. With the Diamondbacks, the 01 Diamondbacks wow. that sneak wow. in. Um, you know, the starting pitching conversations around baseball um, are going to be interesting in the next couple years to see the starting pitcher hopefully revival and some different things. Uh, Schilling and Randy Johnson, what they did. Luis Gonzalez, that was the year of his 57 home runs. Um, they lost a couple World Series game in as crushing fashion as you could to a Yankees young, young to a Yankees dynasty, and they still found a way to win the series. So um, I don't know. Uh, Schilling and Johnson at that point in their careers, in their careers, excuse me. Um, I, I don't know. I, I guess reliving it. There was some, you know, the the Byung-Yung Kim stuff and the Yankees and Jeter and the Ghosts are out and they did it twice and Brocious and Dynasty and they stomped it out. The Arizona Diamondbacks, you know? I, I know 
Uh, they're Jake Snakes now, and I don't want to depict it in a bad light, but normally when you go around the major sports, it's Celtics or the Lakers or the Dodgers or whoever it was. The Arizona Diamondbacks, this team was nasty. So it's really interesting. Do you remember? I mean, you were a kid. What were you, 11? I was 11. Okay. You would have just 12? turned 12. Yeah. By the end of it. So this was the one on the heels of September 11th. Okay. It's the first World Series since then. And New York was in it. And New York was this, with all due respect, stuck up mm. championship franchise. And in any other year, you wouldn't, if you, if you were just a baseball fan and, didn't care about Arizona or New you would have never rooted for New York. Ever. But based on what happened in our country, there was a real different feeling. This what you weren't looking at the Yankees. You were looking at the New York on the front. And you did. You had a different feeling yeah. when the series started. And then when the magic was happening with Jeter and Brocious and Tino and all that sort of stuff with those late home runs, you were like, wow, this is really meant to be. And then the series got back to Arizona, and for some reason that washed away. And we're like, we've got to get seven games out of this, just as a baseball fan. And it is amazing that – do you even know who the other two starting pitchers were on that Arizona team? So, I – it could have been – I know Miguel Batista. I love Miguel Batista. Um, yes. I remember we – I forget if we were re-watching this or whatever it was. A, good-looking guy. I didn't appreciate that at the time. Piercing eyes. Um yeah. And I'm I'm going to their page right now, so I'm I'm not sure who who else. Brian Anderson. Brian Anderson. And that's right. If you on your bingo card had who watched the Browns beat the Steelers on Sunday night football in Chris Rose's house in two thousand three, <laughs> if you had Brian Anderson as the answer, you are correct. Wow. wow. He's a huge Browns fan. He's from, I believe, Geneva, Ohio. Uh, so he used to fill on on best damn occasionally. I was like, you're in town. Why don't you come over and watch the Browns game? We watched Tim Couch and the boys kick the crap out of the Steelers one night. Sidebar. Okay. I thought cute little yeah, story. Looks like Geneva um, High School and Wright State University. Yes, Wright State. He was, I think he was like the number three or four overall pick in the draft. Wow. Yeah. What a bingo card. Um, but they had a lot of really good veterans on that team. Yes. Matt Williams. Mark Grace, Jay Bell, Damian Miller, a lot of really, really good – I think Tony Womack was on yep. that team and got a couple of huge hits in the playoffs. So uh, Reggie Sanders, the outfielder that won a ring with the Reds, and then yes. he played in a ton of World Series, by the way. So really, really good team. And Bob Brenly was the right guy. I think he took over for Buck out there yeah. and didn't have a lot of rules, but just kind of did his thing. Good team, good pick. It's a uh, if you're a baseball reference person, you love clicking around. Everyone you just said, I mean, the Steve Finleys, Reggie Sanders, I mean, mm -hmm. their careers. But there's also some guys, David Delucci, uh, Rubio Durazo had a big year for that team. Uh, Junior one. Spivey's there. It's a great baseball reference clicking page. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, BBD, back to you. Well, this is a pick. I don't think I could have passed on it twice. I think either of you might have been willing. We're probably going to pick it at some point uh, for different reasons. Uh, I'm taking the 09 Yankees. Give them to me. Um, only Yankees championship I've gotten to see. Only Yankees championship eligible in this draft. 
um, which I'm sure the comments will be thrilled to remind I us about. I feel for you. <laughs> yeah. Such hell. But, man, it was a good year, fun story. Every offseason, I feel like we try to act like it's going to be the same because it was always, like, very obvious Yankees were going to go just sign everybody. This is the one that the Yankees really did buy the championship. Mm-hmm. So this is kind Jeez. of the every time Red Sox, Mets fans would get mad at you at school, it's like – Kind of have to give you, all right, they bought this one. But also, like, you don't get bonus points for doing it on the cheap. So, It's also the pinnacle of CeCe's career, mm-hmm. right? Wins the Cy Young in Cleveland, but wasn't able to close out the Red Sox in Game 5 of the 2007 ALCS. Red Sox ended up winning three straight, going on to win the World Series. 08, he gets traded to Milwaukee and had that remarkable run where it felt like he was pitching every other day. And then in the ALCS... The Yankees, I think, only used three starters yeah. in that round against the Angels. And CC ended up being the ALCS MVP, got that huge contract in the offseason, and that was really the top of the mountain for him of an outstanding and, in my opinion, Hall of Fame career. And really, you look you look around just at that roster, and it's a crazy group. That infield is all-time. All time. You go around the horn. Yeah, outfield was all is also all good guys. Matsui ends up as the MVP of that series, and he's kind of the forgotten guy somehow. Rivera's there at the back end of the bullpen. The infield, I mean, Rodriguez, Jeter, Cano, Tex, and Jorge. That's uh, those are big boy OPSs. Those are big boy home run numbers. However, you like to measure hitters. That's a, that's a special one, and like you said, BBD, that's before you get to Damon, Swisher, Matsui. Mm-hmm. Hell, <laughs> Melky was pretty pretty Melky damn was good. Guardy was in the mix. Um, so yeah, that team was going to go in that draft. I think you took it. I think you took it at a apropos point. Uh, Chris Rose, you know how have the back to back snake. Hold on, man. Can we play show and tell real quick? Okay, mm, this is another reason I thought it might yeah. not survive again. How's this? Yep, it's pretty not bad, Rosie. There you go. I've, I've. There you go. I've told you this, and I do it with Trevor Plouffe about his playing days. There's a couple times that I talk to you, handsome devils, and uh, I, I, uh, I really appreciate it. Like when, when I see that picture of you, when I see uh, that C- Trevor Plouffe faced Mariano Rivera. <laughs> I know. That's pretty damn cool, dude. That's, that's I will share this one little story with it, just because I, I love it so much. You know, I lost my sister five years ago, whom I was very close with. Uh, and Twitter was, I think Twitter was around in 09, or at least places where you could chat about stuff. But it wasn't, a, obviously, as open as we've right. got these days on social media. So I was up there doing my thing, and I still get the, all the shit for calling Derek Jeter Jeets up on the podium, <laughs> which I can live with. Probably shouldn't have done it, but I did it. I talked to my sister after the game was over and she's crying her eyes out. And I said, Lori, what is the matter? And she goes, they're saying such mean things <laughs> about you on the computer. And I said, Lori, don't open your computer. You have a choice. <laughs> I said, most people who get on those are going to be mean. And so they're not going to say nice things about your baby brother. There was, she was a senior in high school when I was born. And so she was very protective of me. Mm. And all I said was, just don't do it. Like, if I can deal with it, don't let it bother you. She's like, but it's your, you're my baby brother and all this sort of stuff. And I thought you did a great job. And I said, thank you. I said, I appreciate it. All I care is that you thought I did a good job and my bosses. The rest of the people, I can take them or leave it. Not, some people like it. Some people won't. 
And so you just sometimes have to have a little discussion with the family about stuff like that. And I always, we always joked about that afterward. Yeah. So just want to sneak that in. Yeah. Miss, I miss my Lori Jane. I didn't know uh, my, my mother and her sister have the same, same gap. I think senior of high school. And then uh, my mama was born. Um, so that's a cool stuff. Chris Rose. Um, so good pick BBD to snake that from him. Mm. So he can't mm-hmm. he can't use those emotions on us on in the draft. Um, really yeah. torpedoing you. But Rosie, you now get two picks. I get the next two. Yes, sir. All right, we're going to have to pick up the pace, and this is my fault because I'm talking too much. I am going to go 2005 White Sox. Okay. Really good team. Won almost 100 games. Could really mash. Jermaine Dye, I believe, was the World Series MVP. Um, It really, I think, was their postseason run that put me over the top. They went 11-1. and They swept the divisional round against the champion Red Sox. They bested the Angels on the 4-1 in the ALCS. That was the series where A.J. Prasinski ran to first when he acted as though he swung and missed (laughs) when he actually tipped the ball. um, And Sosha went crazy. And then in the World Series, they swept Houston and took care of business. And Bobby Jenks closed it out on the mound uh, for their first Jenks. World Series championship in 88 years. Yes. Wow. You know, we talk about the, radi- the Red Sox and their curse. Well, the previous year, they broke one that was 86. This one was 88. The thing I love most about them was obviously their their pitching staff was so – they didn't need a damn reliever. Yeah. In – in the postseason, all those guys were throwing complete games. El Duque and uh, Contreras and Freddie Garcia, and I forget if it was Danks, might have been the other one. Garland. They were really. Jo- oh, John Garland, J O N Garland. Yes. My fault. Yeah. So, um, really, really good squad overall. Hated facing him. Loved Ozzy. Loved Ozzy. So much fun to talk to. So good for them. That uh, your thoughts? That's a good one. They were definitely on the board. Um, Canerco as rock solid as an yeah. MLB career can be. He had forty homers. Yeah, borderline there. Hall of Famer. Um, borderline Hall of Famer. Aaron Rowan, one of my favorite center fielders to watch ever. Um, that's a that's that's a good team, and you'll always get El Duque votes from us. Bobby Jenks, what a big boy. Um, back and, to back, oh, Damaso Marte teams going. Oh yeah, what uh, Damaso Marte, Dustin Hermanson, the closer on that team in the regular season. I never would have gotten there. I saw Dustin Hermanson pitch in college. He was at Kent State in the same conference wow. as my Miami University, and I used to call baseball games back then. I was like, this guy looks like he's really good. Like this, this guy should be <laughs> pitching in the MAC. He ended up being like the third pick in the draft, second or third pick in the draft. How about that? All right. Well, Rosie, you get your third pick in the draft. All right. I'm about to get uh, motherfucked like I just yes. called Derek Jeter Jeets. Uh, I'm going to take the 2017 Astros. Mm, I love it. They, are, uh, they were too talented to not have a place in this draft. Mm. And I wrestled with it because I have been, I still mess with my emotions about this team. 
because I don't I think they were so good they didn't need to. I don't think it was an if then scenario. If we cheat, then we will win the World Series. And we can all say that. Um, it was interesting. They asked Bregman the other day, the, the last time he put on his 2017 World Series ring. And he said, I haven't since since that day we got it. He said, because I'm thinking about the next one. And I wondered, is he think, was he really thinking about the next one or is he too embarrassed mm. to wear it? And how are you supposed to feel? I still wrestle with these emotions. I'm a huge baseball fan. I hate what transpired. I hate what they did. But at the same time, I think we have to be able to decipher that this team, there's a lot of talented players on this team. And I think they probably could have won the World Series without having done what they did. That was a great pitching staff. Uh, I loved what McCullers and Morton did out of the bullpen in particular. Um, that lineup could mash for several reasons. Are people crucifying me for picking the 2017 Astros? And should they? You may have lost the popular vote. Um, I I think what's, I think it's a good pick. I think what's really interesting is if a couple ball games go differently the past week. I think there's kind of a house of cards argument to make your argument stronger. I think I think America was getting ready for that. That the Astros were gonna win and that was gonna vindicate 2017. Now, I think it just At leaves least they got another one. It leaves that loophole for arguments that ah pa 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 they didn't. But uh, yeah, that team was. But they've been the two other ones right. with a lot of guys. Mm -hmm. They've been the two other ones, been, which is a hell of an achievement. They've been man. five straight championship series. Yep. The, the players on that team speaks for themselves. That's uh, okay. it's what makes the whole thing more frustrating, and and just the historical impact it has. But knowing what we know now, it's important. They were they were a wild so. Card. Do we not? I mean, we can't erase them. We can't expunge them because it happened. I watched it with my eyes, right. I suppose if the commissioner had taken a different stance and said they aren't the world champions, then I would not have drafted them. But they were a World Series champion. They were a pretty damn good team. Yeah. And there's some jokers that snuck through to win the win the title. So that's why – what do I have them? Is the eighth best team in 20 years? Top 40%? I don't know how you can look at that squad and say they weren't. Because mm. if, if there wasn't a cheating scandal – they would have gone in the first round. Yeah. It's true. I mean, Teams they were... They beat on is the that way. fair? Yeah, they were America's sweetheart. They were beloved. They were stacked. Oh. They were they were everything. Uh, BBD, let's... We, we got to get Rosie out of here in like five, so let's go tight. Keep it tight. I'm going Sorry. with... Uh, as between a couple teams. I'm going with the 2015 Royals. Uh, okay. Their team, they won 95 games. Looking at that roster, I mean, Salvi's still doing it. Hosmer, one of his best years. <laughs> Infante's kind of a funny one to look at. Escobar, Mustak is scored in low came. Mm. Really good team. And then on top of that, they kind of became an example for how the rest of the team for a while have been tr trying to build their, their teams, build their pitching stats from the bullpen forward. You have a lockdown bullpen. Um, it's easier, in theory, it's easier to build that than, than get three dominant starters. Um, so they've they've kind of changed baseball a little bit, and one of the teams they were that Royals team had, was good for several years, and it, very important that they got one. Um, otherwise, it'd be kind of forgotten. It's like, oh yeah, they were like really good in the mid 2010s, but they got one. 
That's uh, a. Yep. I was I was planning on taking them BBD. So that's a. Uh, that's a good pick. Uh, they changed baseball a little bit. Um, I Might think, be correcting back a little now, yeah. but. Um, no, uh, if you certainly changed the Yankees. I, I think when you talk Trevor Plouffe, who played in that division, when you talk about Peter Moylan, they reference that team a lot because it changed baseball. It made it a five inning game. Those, those guys were so nasty, and their their recipe was perfect uh, for themselves. Um, good pick, good pick. Okay, You've Jake. Got your final two. My final two picks. I was gonna take the Royals. Um. You know what? We'll we'll see if it's recency bias. I generally don't think it is. I'm going to go with the Dodgers. Um, and I think, Rosie, I, I think in different ways, if people really want to take shots at it, they could. Uh, you know, if, if this Dodgers, they're kind of in their own mini dynasty, whatever dynasty means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. But this era of Dodgers baseball that has been high-level winning baseball – if they never get one over 162, people will hold that over their heads. But when you put talent on paper and compare it to other teams, I think this team can dance with pretty much anyone, whether it's the I, lineup or the I staff. would agree with you, but I can't. Here's the problem. I would have taken them way earlier, but I cannot compare a team, and I don't say that it cheapens the ring. It doesn't because everybody had the same thing. But when you're talking about comparing eras – you can't compare somebody's 60-game season to 162. That's why I didn't pick them. It's, it's, it's true. It, it's so hard to to quantify this. They're not even on the board for me. Wow. It's Because, like, the playoff structure, virtually the same, and, and you know that Dodgers team was going to make the playoffs. So does it fully matter? They, the people in that core, I think they – and that fan base, they, they want one more. And I think if we do this in a year and they have that one – uh, this team never gets drafted, and you would take right whatever team gets it over one sixty two. But I'm just it's just such a good. Team. And I want to make it very clear, great series. I believe in the ring mm. a thousand percent. I believe in the ring, and they should all those players and everybody in that organization should be proud of it. I'm just saying, historically speaking, when we're having a draft, I can't compare a team that played thirty seven percent of the regular season to the rest of these teams. I, I get it. And the, the playoff format was weird. I mean, they can, played on consecutive days, which they've never done. Um, it was the season that was presented to them. And, again, like guy, when guys like A.J. Pollock are bonus pieces and, like, look what Kike's doing now, Chris Taylor, like, um, and that's ignoring the main guys on that team. Um, but, right. you know, I just thought you and Justin Turner were friendly, but apparently you're not. Um and with my final, <laughs> um, and didn't mention the pitching staff, by the way, uh, Bueller, Urias, Kershaw, May, Gonsolin, Kenley. Anyways, uh, with my last pick, um, uh, I have to take a Giants team. How How is there not a Giants team taken? I'll try to decide which one. I'm looking, at, I'm looking at an article that says it's going to help me. Um, I'll go with the first one, the 2010 Giants. Um, I don't know. Uh, you know a lot of the guys on that team. Uh, the young Posey, the young Mad Bum, uh, Lincecum, Matt Kane, and another Chris Rose friend, Brian Wilson, um, and the article I'm, uh, I'm reading right now describes their style of play as torture. Um, so I like that. 
One thing people forget about that team, they did not clinch the NL West until the last series of the year. It was against the San Diego Padres. The Padres had an amazing year under Bud Black and couldn't quite finish the job. So the Giants had to fight all the way to the nitty-gritty and ended up uh, rolling it after that. Okay. BBD, you might have to make your pick, and then we'll have Rosie pick, give his discussion. You're good. You're good. You're good. good, good? Yeah, we got four minutes. Okay, <laughs> so you got nice. you got two, I, BBD. <laughs> I'm I'm good. I was uh, I'm glad you went with that pick because I I didn't know how I was going to choose which Giants team went in this draft, and I knew I was going to kind of have to pick one. I think if if we didn't, um, I'm going to take the team that won. I think I'm going to take the team that won the next year, 2011 Cardinals. Ah. Mm. That World Series, wow. is an iconic one. They beat a Texas Rangers team that gets kind of lost in history a little bit because they never win one. David Freeze performance, um, all of it. The Albert, Chris, the Chris Rose podium teams. Yes. Off. Yes. Finally got them covered. Damn. Yeah, that. Uh, I was watching. Can I tell you this? Please. I'll give you this one. I was behind the right field wall. Getting ready to, I'm back there with like all the St. Louis's finest and all the MLB staffers getting ready to push the podium and the stage out. The ball that Freeze hit off the wall, I was watching through the wall. Nelson Cruz is running toward me. Mm. I am watching it through a crack in the wall at Bush Stadium. I was like, oh my God, what's going on? I hear this roar. Ball bounces off the wall. Freeze gets a triple. My security that's with me is like, you got to get your ass back up to the set in case this ends so you can host the postgame show. So fat little Chris Rose is running <laughs> through the bowels of Bush Stadium. And then I get to have to go back down there after Hamilton hits the homer. Then when Lance Berkman ties the game, I got to run back upstairs. And thankfully, Freed hits the walk-off homer. And I didn't have to run anymore. I sweat and bullets. So. Shout out, Shelby Chris Rose. <laughs> um, no, that's a re-watching that Nelson Cruz play is kind of like an oh, my God, if you're a baseball fan. Um like and what Nelson Cruz's career yeah. has been since then as as a hitter, and then it's like, oh, well, we also he hasn't touched a glove in six years. Wild. Um, um, all right, Rosie, finish it off. 2012 Giants. Okay. I actually thought they were the best of the three Giants teams. Um, I like their lineup the best out of this. Remember, they made the deal to bring Hunter Pence over, and he was such a difference maker on the field in that dugout as well. The one thing missing, two things, really, there was no Brian Wilson that year. It was Sergio Romo who became the closer because of injury. And uh, the, Tim Lincecum was not Tim Lincecum. It really was Matt Cain right. who was the leader of that of that team. It was Cain, it was Bumgarner, who was still early in his career, and Ryan Vogelsong were the top three. Uh, plus a really stellar lights-out bullpen of guys that were mixing and matching all over the place. And uh, I just thought that was a... That was the, I felt like it was the best lineup out of the three that produced championships. I could be convinced elsewhere, but I, I it felt like the best one. Yeah, those at the Giants lineups, you almost have to look at names over stats for some of those guys for their seasons because it's right. just like what. Yeah, uh, some of them that don't don't seem to make sense, but I mean they were a true dynasty, man. Um, and Matt Kane, no. we uh. I think one week on here we did a draft of Hall of Really Good Baseball Players, and we did, uh, you know, we made some mm-hmm. requirements around it. And I think Matt Cain was one of the top picks in the draft. Like, people, 
if you're a newer fan that's not familiar, like he uh, he was a dude. Uh, for for a couple of years there, he was one of the best pitchers in baseball. I also remember it for two other things. The Barry Zito game in the NLCS where the Giants, I believe, were down 3-1 against the Cardinals. Zito was only known for having that huge contract to come across the Bay and didn't do anything. In fact, I think he was left off their World Series roster in 2010. Came back and did his thing in 2012 in the NLCS. And then the iconic shot of Marco Scudero in Game 7 of the NLCS where he's looking. It's the Shawshank Redemption (laughs) shot where he's looking up into the pouring rain that they're trying to get this game in anything like this. I think he ended up being the NLCS MVP that year. Cool stuff. Very cool stuff. Speaking of Chris Rose, I know you have to go your final team teams, the 18 Sox, the 05 White Sox, the 17 Astros and the 12 Giants, BBD with the 16 Cubs, the 09 Yanks, the 15 Royals and the 11 Cards. Myself with the 04 Sox, the 01 D-backs, the 20 Dodgers, and the 10 Giants. Uh, Chris Rose, any uh, final parting thoughts? I'm, I'm surprised the, the 02 Angels didn't go. I almost took them, and I think there's another Red Sox team, the 13 Sox. I think there could have been a discussion there. but Yes. Yes, 13 Sox I would have put ahead of the 02 Angels. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but they, they were probably the last team I had. That would have joined us. The 08 Phillies, no, because I thought the 2010 Phillies that didn't even make the World Series was significantly better than the one that won it all in 08. Yeah, that, that um, Phillies team was the everybody. only other one that like I identified as a team I'd consider drafting that I, that I didn't go with. Yeah, uh, that didn't get picked. I, Just the... Yeah. Well, I apologize for cutting this short, guys. I, that's my Please, fault. Please, we, oh, no. we landed in the perfect place. Uh, 03 Marlins had some sick thoughts going into my head, but I think that was reverse bias. Um, Chris Rose, thank you so much. I think the people are going to love that. Thank you for filling in for our our king, Noah. Well, let's check the phone. Um, Any luck? No update as of now. So we'll uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll we'll keep you updated on that. Uh, thank you, Rosie, for hopping on. That was my fun. Pleasure. I. Uh, we we knew we found the the right guy for this for this draft. I love this sort of stuff. You know <laughs> that, and and happy to help out with whatever we need as uh, as John Baby gets here, and his world is about to get. <laughs> okay, so that was uh, let's do that it. was beautiful, beautifully done. Thank you, Chris Rose. Everyone tweet at Rosie. Tell him you love him, and uh, we'll see you. People see you Rose rotation tomorrow. We're working on. We're something. working on We've something. Been a little delayed with some stuff okay. there. Okay. Well, we're we'll uh, we'll keep the people updated. Baseball today. Everything. Yeah, baseball today continues in the off season. Mm. We'll, we'll be down to either two or three days a week, but yeah. we're going to be around. A lot of stuff to cover. Yeah. Beauty, okay. beauty. All right, Rosie. Thank you. All right, gang. We'll see you later. Chat. That was fun. That was fun. I'm uh, excited. Decided to tell the editors to have some fun with that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, chat, I'm back in checking in with you guys. I know we have a strong baseball crowd. Um, Looking through other teams that don't get included. 19 Nationals don't get included, which I think I think is fair. Yeah, you just, you'd just you really have to lean into the pitching argument. Yeah, and, and just the, the story of whatever the record was and coming back yeah. and, and all that. 
And dude, fucking Rendon. Yeah. It's funny how quick sports move. Like how good Rendon was in that series, and now it's kind. Of, it's just been like kind of a non-factor. Just for a while. COVID year happens, yeah. and then this year he was hurt, hurt. and then it's it's the big contract where, the Angels give out. Where are you, Tony Ooh. Rendon? So, um, thank you guys for doing that with us. Um, I know we have a baseball audience. This is also a place where we don't always bring baseball because we have a lot of forums for that. So, for everyone that enjoyed that, thank you so much. Um, and I think we'll keep it going into the show. Um, Let's go to, uh, I guess, halftime. This is, this is halftime. We'll right? do a little halftime. And halftime's brought to you guys by Magic Spoon. Uh, you guys know and love Magic Spoon by now. They're a healthy cereal that tastes good. I mean, should that just be their commercial? Healthy cereal. That healthy tastes good. cereal that tastes good. Zero grams of sugar, uh, around 13, 14 grams of protein. Keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb. So I tell you all that, and you're like, okay, so that checks the healthy box. Um, That doesn't mean it tastes good. This is legit. We've eaten this on here with you guys. If you've heard John talk about it, John doesn't have the best poker face. He likes wearing it on his sleeve. He's into Magic Spoon, Uh, as am I, as is BBD. Um, Let me see. Do we got any secret flavors coming? That's my favorite. Um, I don't believe I didn't give it a thorough check. Build your own box. Available flavors to build your own box. Cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberry, cinnamon, cookies and cream, maple waffle. Hmm, baby. The maple Uh, waffle's a real winner. And I think... I mean, they all... they all are not an ad. Like, they're all good. I think we the people just won. They said cookies and cream... Uh, and Maple Waffle are now permanent. They were part time, but they've been so popular that they now are part of the mix. What well, you guys cookies and cream in my room? Ooh, I bet. What you guys can do is go to MagicSpoon.com/slash/JohnBoy, grab a custom bundle of cereal, and try it today. Use promo code JohnBoy, save five dollars off your order. Uh, and they are so confident in their product, they backed it with a hundred percent happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it, they'll refund your money, no question. People. Think about that. If you don't like it, they will refund you. Go to magicspoon.com slash johnboy. Save $5. And, yeah, it's kind of risk-free and it's delicious. So if you're into protein shakes, bars, powders, anything like this, this can be your healthy cereal with Magic Spoon. It is good. Like, I'm full disclosure. I've not been the biggest cereal eater in my life. I enjoy Magic Spoon. The cookies and cream's really good. A lot of people do dessert as, uh, do snacks, do, do cereal okay. as like a snack. It's the perfect dessert cereal. That's the sentence I was looking for. Because uh, it's cookies and cream. That's what it sounds like. Cookies and cream. So that's kind of a, a late night real winner. Mm. So I've been going in there. And a uh, slide in the chat got me pretty good. I was trying to find Magic Spoon, search Magic Poon instead. Mm. Man, really not a good time to be trying to show my mom healthy cereal. Mm. That's that's just a good good Gotta jet. be careful with that. Um, we have a package, BBD. There is a package here. Man, the post office has been slow. Yeah, I saw um, I saw your tweet about that. How how are you doing? So the post office is driving me nuts. Obviously, last week just the line was ridiculous and wasn't moving. This week again a long line, but it was 
it was moving at least a little bit. Mm. Um, but not the first. I, I was online 40 minutes today, but uh, I had the time. I accounted for it. But I get in, and I can see it's all the way to the back of the room. Um, it's going to be a lengthy, a, a lengthy wait. And I'm behind two people who are in the ba- they're standing in the back of the line. And, and I thought it was, you know how people who who are married kind of look alike? Mm. Uh, they looked alike enough, but like not in like the, not in a weird way. I was like, oh, it's weird that these two people are standing like socially distanced on the line. They're not together here. Like, mm. um, So they looked, then, they looked like each other or they looked like a couple or they, both? Yeah. Okay. Um, and some guy comes in. This is after like 15 minutes of waiting. And the line moved up one, and there's one too many people for like social distance spots, so they didn't move up. And I thought nothing of it because of that. But the guy comes in and says, oh, are you guys online? And they say, oh, no. And he just goes ahead. And I was like, wait, you guys aren't online? Mm-hmm. So I was behind these two people who were who were together, just standing six feet apart on the spots. So, and that... That really blew me away, and I let the guy cut me because I have a weak personality. Sure. Um, that's what happens to me, and it was a long line, and then, so again, 40 minutes or so, I, I believe, was my count. And the lady tells me I, I can't pick up the packages because my name isn't O'Brien or Media. Or Media. I, I've never, I haven't been asked my last name there. Mm. I gave it to him. She's like, none of these are for you. I was like, well, it's a company. Fox, she said, I don't know, like, I'm I'm new here. I haven't had this issue before. And I said, well, I'm not new here. Ooh. It was the sassy. It was the second time I've, like, yelled at somebody. So I've had, had the box two years. Second time I've ever yelled at a stranger. Um, she didn't respond that well to it. I feel bad in hindsight. She is new. But, but again, I wasn't new. Um, Sorry you had to go through that. Um, yeah. So we opened the package. So, yeah, we have the package. This is from our guy. He makes the confections, the taffy-type candy hybrids. Uh, The two flavors I have in my hand are cappuccino and unicorn tears. Unicorn tears. I I think at least unicorn tears we've had came came the last time, if it's the same. Campbell's confections. Um, And I liked it. Take take some unicorn tears. uh, If memory serves. I think I need... To start being a little healthy. Um, Off-season time. I told, you know, with the World Series going on, I was like, you know what? I got to, after the World Series, I got to tighten it up a little bit. Um, And right after the World Series ended, I ate a taco and then some chocolate and then some, not Swedish fish. I turned down the Swedish fish. Um, But I did eat, there were some dots. I ate some dots. dots. Happened. There are open dots in the cabinet, so I ate the open dots. I mean, I don't know what people expect of me at this point. Um, you unicorns tears in over there. Mm-hmm. Do you say it's a little different? It does. At least isn't the same as the last time we got okay. taffy. But like it is, it is a good flavor. Okay. So, uh, thank you, Campbell's Confections. I believe they're in Arizona. Um, and yeah, this, those will be in the office. This hybrid. Taffy candy they make. Pretty delicious. So, all right. Thanks. Thanks for sending that. Uh, you know, I, BBD, do you still want us to tell people to send stuff to the P.O. box? Definitely don't gotta, but. Okay. If you've got something you want us to have, that's the okay. way to get it here. 
And yeah, I guess we should do a little uh, halftime JJR. Uh, you guys clearly clearly know uh, Jami, the Jambino, will be out for a little bit. Uh, you know, we've got people here at John Boy Media now that can uh, step in for a little bit. Hell, Chris Rose, dude, was on the float with the 2009 Yankees, or whatever you'd call it, on the field. Presented um, them with the trophy. Tr- oh, yeah, provided them the trophy. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see. We'll see if maybe Moylan, Trev, our Trev app was a lot of fun when we did that. Uh, maybe we'll dig deep for some other silly connections we have. But JJR will go. I forget where we landed for Thanksgiving week. I, I would think assume that week will be pretty much off. Jim was hoping to half be ready for that. Maybe we'll do like a pre-recorded draft or something. That's the week yeah. I'm kind of gone. So I mean, full disclosure, Jimmy's paternity leave is like three weeks off and three weeks part-time. And I don't fully know what his part is going to yeah. be. So... We'll let you guys know, but uh, for the next couple weeks, we're just uh, we're just rolling. Uh, we'll be jiggering with the J, the J, and the R. Um, should we do a couple stories, BBD? You said there was a theme today, right? There is a theme today. Um, yeah, we can get into that, and maybe maybe we'll do some, some just like ch- chatting with the chat. If, uh, chat, if the stories don't chatting. don't stick out, I don't know how you're gonna feel about them. Chat chatting. Um, okay, let's um, let me scroll up to the news. The news stories, people, people, are brought to you by Dugout Mugs, and the news stories may not be about people. Little teaser there, uh, guys. Dugout Mugs. I don't know what to tell you at this point. Their Black Friday sale is going. It's thirty percent off. Um, I would get ahead of it. They get so loaded up for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, because it's the perfect gift. I have the metal one. You've seen me drinking out of it all show. Cubs, does that bode well for their next year? Will Ian Happy on JJR? Maybe. I've been thinking about it. I got to stop taking sips of water mid, mid-read, but it's dugout mugs. That's what they are. You drink out of them. They've got the Woodies. If you're a Braves fan, they have the championship one ready to go. You could probably... Get it before the parade on Friday? They probably don't want me saying that, and that's fine. Um, And they have a special discount for Braves fans. If you do code CHAMPS, that's your best way to get the Braves World Series mug. Go to dugoutmugs.com and use code JOMBOY, uh, 30% off for their Black Friday sale. Um, We were doing the Better Than Black Friday deal, and if you held out, Black Friday is just here. It's live. It's live. It's the perfect gift for any baseball person in your life. Um, and like I told I told people on the stream, I think, the other day, or maybe it was talking baseball, I think I'm going to make the metal mug like my like part of my thing. Like, oh, yeah, Jake's got his metal mug on him. Yeah. Like, oh, does he do baseball with, stuff? With it, that no-spill lid, I mean, it like it travels pretty well. That's a neat Like that's me. That's good. That's a neat for It'll me. keep things the temperature you want with the metal. All right. So that's dugoutmugs.com. Code JOMBOY. BBD, let's roll the news. I read the news today. Oh, boy. And though the news was rather sad, well, I just had to laugh. Well, it's 6 o'clock. Time for the news. Jellyfish keep attacking nuclear power plants. Jellyfish are continuing 
to clog the cooling pipes of nuclear power plants around the world. Florida man arrested for throwing alligator through drive through window like that. Man eaten by piranhas after jumping into, god damn it, BBD into lake to escape bees. You said there's no deaths. To the animals. Virgin births. Endangered California condors can reproduce without sex. There. Bat. Winning by quite a lot in New Zealand's Bird of the Year contest. I read the news today, oh boy. Let's get the Florida man gator out of the way quick. Um, I don't know if we've done this before or if this is a frequent one, but uh, hey, the story takes place on October 11th. Uh, the employee handed him his drink and he tossed a gator through the window and sped off. So... I don't know. You just want to laugh a little bit. Oh, the guy who did it's kind of hot. Yeah, he's shockingly handsome. He's just a that's a good-looking fellow. Yeah. Um looks like looks like he just rolled out of bed, but I'm going to uh, plop him on the screen real quick. Third degree felony charge for possessing a reptile. Um could face 5 years in prison. Which I guess we now looking at the date of the of the article, he might have just finished that. Yeah, and I don't know. We may have done this before. Three. The pro. What you need to know about this story is a. The guy's kind of hot. He's on the screen now, and um, it's a three and a half alligator. Like I thought this was a baby gator, like one of those. Yeah, I don't know how eighteen inch boogers, and he kind of threw it in there. This is. It's a real gator. I don't know about that. There's a picture of it in the Wendy's. It's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not the, the size you would think a throwable gator is. It's above throwable. That's not a throwable so gator. It's, it's become Three an athletic and a half feet. feet and an alligator. Um, okay, check check the Florida man box. Um, man eaten by piranhas after jumping in. To lake to escape bees. <sighs> this is like a nightmare, man. <laughs> and it's straight up out of a cartoon. It was in Brazil. Oh my no. Uh his friend swam to safety. Oh no. That's a murder. His body was found four meters from the shore. Got pretty close. He's like disfigured. He got eaten by fish, man. No. Yeah. Ow. It's not yet known if the piranhas ate him before or after Don't drowning. Don't go swimming in Brazil. Sorry, Pete. Sorry to all our Brazilian listeners right now. But Spooky I'm, picture of a piranha on there. I'm not doing that. I don't like that. I don't like that. Um, let's see this jellyfish thing. It's a Vice article. Jellyfish keep attacking nuclear power plants, so they're clogging the pipes. So what is this, a classic? Oh, holy smokes. I'm curious how they're getting in there. There's an image of, like, a big piece of machinery just dumping jellyfish. Yeah. So are the jellyfish going to cool water? Jellyfish are continuing to clog the cooling intake pipes of a nuclear power plant in Scotland, which has caused temporary shutdowns. Um, 
An estimated cost of one and a half million dollars per day uh, because of these animals. Jellyfish blooms are an occasional issue for our power stations. Um, I don't... Okay, so this story right now is, like, very businessy. I need the, like... Yeah, I'm curious. Why and... Like, is there just a jellyfish party in the pipes? Look, looks like there is a history of jellyfish getting into nuclear power plants. There's an 08 shutdown in California, 2011, Japan, 2017, Israel. So I don't know. Maybe, like, I don't, I don't get how this works, but jellyfish, put your power plants where there isn't jellyfish. I mean, yeah, I guess I was I'm guessing. I'm guessing the pipes are in the water, and like they just they get there. I think the best reason warm. I have, because I thought this was going to be a cool like, oh, animals like the cold, animals like the warm. I think it's just because jellyfish roll in packs, and the fences are made for like normal animals, but because jellyfish, jellyfish are can go kind of just through it, jellyfish they like just clog it up. Um. They're just, like, getting stuck. That sucks. I'm still not doing well from the piranha story. Getting eaten by a bunch of fish. And having to run away from bees is scary. Jump into the river, into the, into the water. His that's buddy what cartoons tell him. you to do. His buddy murdered him. Yeah. Bees. And the bees. buddy lived. He swam to safety. I don't know. I'd be did, curious what the what signs of struggle. Did there the friend are. have any piranha bites? Um, jellyfish. I thought you'd be a little cooler. Um, doesn't look like it. Boring. Bat winning by quite a lot of New Zealand's Bird of the Year contest. Not the employee of the week. It's the Bird of the Year. Um. The country's annual bird of the year competition. This is huge. The election run by Forest and Bird. Good company name. Um, they allowed the bat to be in the end in the in the running. And it looks like it's just changing the polls. Uh Forest and Bird spokesperson, Laura Keown. Keown. It's winning overall, yeah. Glad we got that quote from her. Actually, when you look at the number one and number two rankings, it's not winning by a little. It's winning by a lot. Um, let's see. New Zealand's Ministry of Environment on Tuesday announced it was endorsing the Pecky Pecka campaign. I think that's the name of the bat. Is it a flightless? mammal in the competition's 16-year history. Second place is a flightless parrot and the reigning champ. Um, announced it was endorsing. Yeah, I mean, you invite a bat into a bird contest, and I think, unfortunately, you're showing out. how many people don't care. Yeah. it's our, I think it kind of exposes that we don't need the bird contest. No. I mean, hey, kudos to them. I think the end goal was just to get conversation about their... And they've been doing what this is it? 16 years. 
Forest and Bird Group? Is That's the worst name ever. <laughs> Forest and Bird. Are there any comments on this? Um, New Zealand's Bird of the Year competition is no stranger to controversy. The arrival of hundreds of votes from Russia. All right. Are we getting hundreds of Russian votes in the New Zealand Bird of the Year contest that has a bat entered? Guys, I'm finding some flaws. Our final story here, and I'm hoping this is the winner. Because I'll be honest, guys. Hey, we had fun with Chris Rose. We talked some baseball. We got to the animal stories. Jellyfish kind of didn't have the twist for me. The gator was big, I guess. Guy eaten by piranhas, killed by his friend. Don't love that. Bat winning a bird contest. Virgin births endangered California condors can re- reproduce without sex. Um, virgin births. San Diego Zoo Wildlife said genetic testing confirmed that two male chicks hatched in 2001 and 2009. What? <laughs> From unfertilized eggs were related to their mothers. Neither was related to a male. Okay, this is kind of interesting. This is some genealogy. It's the first report of asexual reproduction in California condors, although other parthenogenesis can occur in other species ranging from sharks to honeybees to Komodo dragons. But in birds, it usually only occurs when females don't have access to males. In this case, in this case, each mother condor had previously bred with males, producing 34 chicks, and each was housed with a fertile male at the time they produced the eggs. So they... So is this... So you're using, like, leftover materials, essentially? The researchers said that, right? that they believe it is the first case of asexual re- reduction in any avian species where the female had access to a mate. So it might be the opposite that they had access to dudes, but they still did it. I think that's what they're saying. Mm. I think these condors turned down butt and then they produced. Interesting. So let's see. California condors can, here's some facts, can live up to 60 years, but both males were sickly. Oh, One was less than two years old when he died. Oh, fuck. (laughs) And the other lived less than eight years. Ah, so the two things that got born. BBD, (laughs) you did preface me and said these were all animal stories. Mm. My one question, and your one statement, was there were no deaths. No animal deaths. There weren't, like, animal murders. We have two dead birds And we have a dead human Yeah you know um, Sometimes the news uh, just is what it is These findings now raise a question About whether this might occur Undetected in other species Alright so we're gonna Research a bunch of other animals To see if they're not having sex But having babies Uh, In there in there. Hope you guys liked Animal Week. Um, 
So, uh, BBD, with that, with the news, I know you mentioned uh, maybe some potential chat uh, stories. I think uh, if you hit, could you hit the passing button? Passing. I just got a picture text from a John boy. Mm. Picture of his Katie with a baby in arms. And a text attached to it that says James Douglas. So I think we are live, people. Um, I'm going to send him congratulations and love you all. Um, so that's, uh, hey, we always say, JJR, you guys are the real ones. Uh, you guys, when we were just Yankees. And we didn't really know what to do. Uh, we did JJR every day for practice and to get our thoughts out there and all of that. And now, uh, here we are, breaking breaking the biggest news in company history. So, I think we got to wrap it up there. Uh, thank you to Chris Rose for hopping on today. King BBD on the ones, twos, and threes. Joe's McFly just popped his head into the door, so I like that. And uh, I think John Boy Media just got one person larger. So thank you, everyone. Uh, enjoy your week. D-backs in the chat with the John Baby. That's when you know the world is in the right place. We will see you guys on JJR next week. We will probably have some more surprise fill-in guests. Um, anything else for the people? Thanks for thanks for hanging out with us. And uh, I don't believe I have the outro music still. So, sorry. Old man, take a look at my life. I'm a lot like you were. I need someone to know soon. Baby stuff. See you guys. Hey everybody, it's Talking Jake here, and I want to tell you about a new podcast and video series you're not going to want to miss. The Deal. Every week, A-Rod and Bloomberg reporter Jason Kelly speak with big-time athletes, entertainers, executives, Maria Sharapova, Strahan, Jeter, and more. The Deal takes you behind the scenes into those worlds of sports, media, and entertainment. From Bloomberg Podcasts and Bloomberg Originals, you can listen to The Deal on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts.